Chapter 34 Going Down Absolute turmoil flooded the hallways. These teal-green corridors had come to life with all sorts of spooky animals looking for a way out. Cell doors were open, animals running toward the fresh air, and yet Evil wasn't deterred the slightest bit. I'm going to free them. I have a key, you know, and I won't let you stop me. Oh, I don't mind. I've got a key too, and I can even help if you'd like. But I still get to pick a prisoner first, said Evil. I was rushing toward my family. I knew Otto and Manuka were on my left because I could hear them. I think I'll pick him, said Evol. Before I enchained Otto or Manuka, I saw Evol pointing at my brother Levi. This one is coming with me, said Evol. No, you can't have him. He's, he's what, asked Evol. What is he? We made a promise. You can free all the humans and animals you want, but I just need one. Now listen to me, child. This one is mine, and I won't tell anyone you press the button. You've got at least six hours, said Evol. And what do you want with him? Do you want me to show you, said Evol. Come on, my boy, follow us. Levi was dazed when Evol enchained him. The drug I'd given him last night had worn down his mind, and he was crisp in the human condition. Drool crept over his bottom lip while Evol led us down the hallway. We turned the corner and stay right there, said Evol. I listened, and I waited long enough to know he was up to something. What are you doing? This, said Evol. I looked again, and he stopped beside the dark brick staircase heading down. Perched on the balls of his feet, Evol revealed a knife from his pocket and pulled it through his own palm while blood dripped from his hand. He raised his fist over the dark staircase leading down while blood dripped on the steps. Then a swift kick from Evol sent Levi tumbling down the staircase into the darkness. Hammond was quick to jump ahead when I heard the shackles clattering down the stairs. All at once the stairs turned. Each stone step had rotated a half turn. This was now a giant slide heading inward. Looking down, the staircase was an infinite ramp into the abyss as I heard Levi yelp and fly out of sight. Evol was running away, laughing like a madman as he scurried down the hall. I don't think he was a devil, but he was awfully close. I'd even made a deal with that trickster, and now I was running out of time. I looked down, but my feet were too timid to move beside the blood that had been spattered on the top steps. A finger tapped me from behind. Ready to attack, I turned and grabbed the arrowhead in my pocket, but stopped when a white palm was open in front of me. The 28th psychopomp had arrived. It is written, and so we must let go, said the psychopomp. The rules change once blood is spilled on these steps. Save my brother. Go on. Fetch him. Please. That is not my domain, said the psychopomp. Without thinking, my foot stepped toward the dark staircase as if I too was going in. A firm black fist shot out from the psychopomp's cloak and took hold of my arm. A burst of energy stunned me and forced every muscle tight. My breath was stopped, T. Hammond's body went rigid, and even my brain froze. We all have a path, but under is not yours. This tunnel was not made for the living. The psychopomp let go and I collapsed. I'd become as weak as a newborn. What do I do? Don't ever go down that staircase alive, said the psychopomp. But my brother's still alive. He's not dead. Then we should pray he dies before he gets to the bottom, said the psychopomp. I stood up and pulled my body above my hips. Wind was whispering in tongues from the tunnel while Levi was gone for good. There was nothing left to hear when the psychopomp bowed its head. What's down there? The inner world. And anything still breathing goes straight to the devil, said the psychopomp.